everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and Beyond. Today is July 15th, and yes, we're doing another daily book of positive quotations by Linda Pacone. Today's topic of the day is opposition, and the quote is from John Neal. A certain, a certain amount of opposition is a great help to a man. Kites rise against, not with, the wind. Okay, let's read that one over again. A certain amount of opposition is a great help to a man. Kites rise against, not with the wind. Okay, I got it. Light bulb clicks on. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How many times do I say, if I can't laugh at myself, who can I laugh at, right? Got to be able to laugh at yourself. There's a Dory moment for you. All right, here we go. And we're leaving the blooper in. You want to know why? Because it's fun to do. It it is fun. It is fun to do. Yes. Some bloopers, I will admit, I take them out (laughs) because sometimes it's like... Nah, we're gonna we're we're gonna edit that one. Why? Because sometimes yeah, the language gets a little colorful. I'm like, now nah, we're not gonna do that. Not today. We'll we'll save that for another day. All right, here we go. Here's what Linda has to say. We like it when other people agree with us. Yes, I'm rolling my eyes. But we tend to make our biggest mistakes when no one offers any alternative ideas for what we're planning to do. Even though we don't like it much when others question our ideas, it's often what prods us to look harder at those ideas to refine and improve them. All right, let's circle back here. We like it when other people agree with us. What happens when everybody agrees? What happens when everybody agrees? It's called groupthink. That's one thing groupthink. What what else can happen when other people agree with us? If nobody says no, then why don't they? Why not? Are they being bought? Is everybody on payroll? See, that's that's one of the that's one of the challenges that I see with celebrities. Is if actually you don't even have to be a celebrity to have people on payroll. You know you know who you know who has people on payroll? Our narcissists. Damn straight. Why? Because because they're given the gifts. They're given the gifts. They're given the money. They're given the trips. They're giving the status, right? The status by association. They're given the entourage. And then no one's going to say no. Because if they say no, then they're going to get punished. And one of the punishments is, well, you're not going to get invited. I'm going to cut you off. 
Narcissists have people on payroll and nobody says no. The risk to them is they think they have yes people around them, but they don't have anybody who has their back because no one's going to say no. No no one's going to say no because they're afraid to say no because their bloodline's going to be taken away. And the narcissist knows it. But the risk to the narcissist is who authentically has their back. Nobody. Nobody does, which is actually what the narcissist wants. The narcissist wants authentic relationships and true love. But that's not going to happen because nobody is going to risk saying no. And if they do, they get cut off. Yep, they get threatened and cut off. And I, and I speak from my own personal experience with that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, my biological mother, um, yeah, punishment, punishment and withholding because of being oppositional. Now, here's where it could be unhealthy in the workplace. If everybody says no in the workplace, then how are we using balanced thinking to find out what solutions are? We're not. We're not. So one of the biggest mistakes is when nobody offers alternative ideas for what we're trying to accomplish. Whether someone's not saying no and everybody says yes, which is a groupthink situation, or everybody says no, which is an oppositional situation, and it, it stymies innovation and growth. So what's the solution? What's the solution? The solution is, a solution is, when we have people in our life that are okay with saying no. They don't say no all the time, but they certainly can can bring up things that maybe we don't see ourselves. And maybe somebody says an oppositional statement that actually gets you to think differently and to revalidate or reaffirm what you're trying to accomplish. We, we don't like it when others challenge our ideas sometimes, but it doesn't always mean that the challenge is to be oppositional. It doesn't. So we have to take in perspective the, the situation that we're in, the people that we're working with, and um, understand you know the dynamics of what's happening at the, at the time of receiving opposition. Because I, and even in this episode, you know, I mentioned a few things, you know, is opposition happening with narcissists or people with narcissistic tendencies? Is opposition happening at work? Is it people's, you know, predictive behaviors where they always, you know, um, are oppositional by nature? You know, it's a reflective, it's a reflective, um, you know, behavioral pattern or is it, you know, a group thing situation? So we have to identify what's really the dynamics of where we're at. And the people that we're, we're with. Because again, kites rise against the wind, right? Not with it. All right, so here's the affirmation. I'm glad that some people in my life are willing to argue with me, even when, or especially when, I'm convinced I know exactly what I'm doing. All right, I will admit, this one's a little tough for me. Um, yes, I am glad that I have people in my life that are willing to argue with me or willing to say, yo, Collins, (laughs) because that's usually what they say. I love it. Yes. Or or even better yet, you know, I get the, I get called Debbie, which that really gets my attention. (laughs) 
Sure does. Or especially when I'm convinced I know exactly what I'm doing. And sometimes there are moments where I'm challenged and I do know exactly what I'm doing. And that helps me because, again, linking back to the trauma that I experienced, it was, you're always wrong. You're always wrong. Even though you had the education, even though fill in the blank, you're always wrong. So when somebody, um, you know, challenges me, it helps me grow. It helps me grow. And and again, there are times, though, I have to take in, you know, again, consideration for the person, the situation where the opposition happens because it's a deliberate attempt to gaslight. So that's the risk of opposition from a trauma-informed lens is the person gaslighting. It's not always black and white. It's not always clear. The more healing that we do with ourself, then those things become clear. It's not a red flag. It's not a making it up. It is in your face without a doubt, clear. It's crystal clear. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for being here today. I truly appreciate it. And yes, we are better together and we are stronger together. And take what resonates and go beyond.